Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I'm Tim Diesel, and today I want to discuss preparation a little more with you. You can always go online, www.dieselcommercialgroup.com, and you can always get more information uh, about uh, pretty much pretty much anything commercial real estate related right now. I'm posting up all kinds of articles uh, every month. If you want to reach out, you can, and um, any other way I can help you, just let me know, but... Uh, that's there for you as a resource. And a couple months ago, I started recording about what I see is kind of happening in the market. And if you guys have been following my podcast, this year I've really been falling off. I used to be a lot more consistent with that. So I have recognized that I, um, it's not so much that I've uh, slipped or anything, I've just been working on a lot more. Uh, deals that I think will be coming down the pipeline and uh, definitely what I'm going to do over the next couple of recordings, I'm going to show you guys what I'm doing and help you acquire those deals as well. So the biggest thing I want to discuss today is preparation. And I think a lot of people, um, investors particularly, obviously, have been asking me, been talking to me, emailing me. Um, and, and remember, you could always reach out to me on LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever else you got. Uh, if you see me on Facebook, do it. Um, I put up YouTube videos and people always send comments on that. So a lot of times I'll get things like, Tim, where's the crash? What's going on? You, you were talking about this in April. And I kind of wanted to break that down with you a little bit because I am having a lot of investors reach out to me and they want to buy and they're excited and they're interested. And hey, uh, full disclosure, I am a licensed uh, agent in Florida. So I get paid when you buy something. And ironically, I'm telling everybody to be more careful. Don't run out there and buy. So I'm essentially shooting myself in the foot. But uh, always transparent with you and always want to help you uh, do whatever I can and help however way I can. And hey, if you still decide to buy, uh, I just give you my opinion. So I still help those people. I have my own title company and I'm going to do whatever I can to uh, reduce your fees and, and make sure you get a decent deal all the way around. And for those of you who have been sending me title business, I do appreciate that as well. So don't think that if I don't give you a green light on your deal that I'm turning my back on you. That's absolutely not the case. I know we're all in this um, uh, game to make a profit and, and have better lives. So if you see an opportunity and I don't recognize it, hey, I'm, I'm going to try to make it happen for you. So, But what I want to talk about is kind of the, the – let's break down a little bit of how, how the state of everything is kind of going. Now, I did say – hey, um, maybe it was a couple months ago, I did record and, and did tell you the when the forbearance kind of uh, goes away or when those extensions are gone, there is going to be a tidal wave of, uh, of debt and payments and people are going to have issues and foreclosures are going to come up. So here's something to recognize. In 2008, nine, whenever the crash started to happen, listen, when, when house prices started going down. That's when foreclosures happened. So if you think about this logically, why would foreclosures happen if prices are still going up? 
Well, that wouldn't make much sense because if you had a $100,000 house, why would you foreclose on it if your house is worth 110 or 120 and so on and so forth? It's going to take some time for these prices to start coming down, right? So my um, suspicion would be probably, what are we in April? Let's say if it was in April, you have a six months, three to six months, um, right around October is when the first six months of forbearance is going to be done. Now, I believe there are not going to be a lot of people making these payments. And um, by the end of the year, it's going to be uh, a catastrophe, in my opinion. Now, the fortunate part is a lot of commercial property have non-recourse debt. And the beauty of that is nothing comes back to the investors. So it doesn't hurt you as much. The disadvantage is you lose your property and, and uh, you end up losing money. But you're, you're not impacted as much. So you can go out, use your credit again, get back in the game a lot easier than an individual who lost their home who has to pick up and move, credit is ruined. Um, it, it, it's a t- totally different different aspect, d- different mindset. So it's, and it's much easier to let a property go when you don't live there. It's not your home. It's kind of uh, a retail space, an apartment building, whatever it is. It's just, you're thinking, well, you know what? I can always get another one. Well, when you live there, you have family. You It's a totally different case. Um, I feel bad for anybody going through that. I can't imagine that's easy. So keep in mind that the party is going on right now. I understand. But sooner or later, the music is going to stop. And when it does, uh, it's going to be uh, pretty bad in some areas, obviously, right? Now, let's determine what's bad and what's not. Now, if you've got a bunch of beach houses in Malibu, I don't think it's going to be uh, a forbearance uh, problem over there. But if I'm talking about a regular, uh, the average areas where um, factory workers or whatever it is you did, you had to get a forbearance maybe because your job did not allow you, you're a bartender, whatever the case is, those are going to be the houses that, and I, I guarantee you people are thinking about it now. And people will say, hey, there's a lot more uh I guess, price increase, pent-up demand. Yeah, don't believe all that. that. That's all a bunch of garbage. It just takes six to eight months for the real estate market to catch up. That's just the way it is. It, um, real estate is not like stocks. And a, a good example of that, earlier this year in February, what happened? We woke up one Monday and stocks were on their way down and they dropped like 30%. Yeah, that doesn't really happen in real estate. You can drop obviously 30, 40, 50%, but it doesn't happen in like four weeks. It takes some time. Um, and it's way more slow moving. So the recovery takes a little bit longer. Everything just moves slower. Now, when all this debt, somehow something, now keep in mind also, the I think they said the end of July, is when the um, unemployment is going to run out. 
So I don't know what they're going to be doing for that. I know people are in their second round of PPP money for businesses. And um, there's just a lot of debt in the air. There's just too much money supply right now. That will go away. It's not going to last forever. I don't know when. Um, so all I'm saying is be careful. I'm not telling you to, to do anything or, or anything else. And I will be releasing some more uh, recordings coming up here. And I do some on my uh, YouTube channel. And um, those are different. They're never the same. I'm not like Gary V, where I take a slip of this and I play it over five different places. I never do that. Every time you guys hear something, it's original usually um, to whatever, uh, whatever the material is. So if I have two YouTube postings coming up, that's totally different than what we're talking about here. It's very rare that I do that. It's a, it's a different audience, right? So um, what I'm going to be doing personally is looking for opportunities and looking for any opportunity I can get into with, with little money down and I can reposition the asset. And I'm going to be telling you guys how I'm doing it and I'm sure you can do it in your market, right? And I'll be guiding you through the, the ways that I'm doing it and the offers that I'm making and how I'm making those offers and the, the rejections that I'm getting and the positives and all that good stuff. So uh, rather than be, a, a, I guess, selling a course or, or doing something to that extreme, I'm going to be giving you as much as I can. Now, obviously, somebody who paid, uh, paid me premium, they're going to get a lot more uh, detailed information, a lot more insight, a lot more of my time, but I definitely want to give you guys enough information to get out there and do something. And I try to also, and if you haven't gotten my latest book, I just released the book, uh, dominate commercial real estate. And it was end of the end of June. So you can definitely get that online. Um, and, um, it was, uh, it's kind of a little bit of everything. My last book was about apartments. This one is, a, is kind of a general, Whatever it is you're into, how to get in there and get it. If you have any questions on anything, obviously reach out to me. Let me know. I'm not very hard to get, to find. You just I'm sure you can find me on some platform. I usually get back to you. And I want to make sure if you are planning on investing, I want to make sure you have someone helping you there. Because when I first started, there was really nobody helping me. This wasn't even a thing. There wasn't an apartment guru popping up from everywhere telling everyone how to syndicate. I mean, that wasn't even a thing. It was, you'd have to really figure it out the hard way, property management, all that stuff. So I try to be as helpful as I possibly can. Um, and I know there's lots of people out there. So uh, what I do has to be, um, it's somewhat limited, obviously, because of the time and everything. But so getting back to the forbearance and the preparation, when all this stuff starts piling up. And I'm going to give you an example of an average person. An average person who owns uh, investment property. And I'm saying investment property because they could own retail, they could own uh, office buildings, whatever it is. An average person that owns property, could they have requested a forbearance? Uh, yeah, because not all these guys are multimillionaires. You got to remember, sometimes the restaurant owner owns the building, owns their own home. Well, if nobody goes into their restaurant, they're having a tough time paying for their building. Maybe they don't have that much cash reserves. Maybe they're having a tough time paying for their home. 
they need someone to rescue them, right? If they're going to go back and get a job or whatever, they need someone to buy their building. Um, now, people say, or they have been telling me, and I, and I get it a lot, apartments will never go down. People need a place to live. Yeah, well, you know what? Hey, um, we'll, we'll see what happens. I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, nothing is bulletproof, I promise you. So there is no evictions right now. It's very hard to evict someone. And I've said it before, if I know I'm getting kicked out, why am I going to pay rent? So I'm looking at a lot of property and I've been looking at a lot of sheets. People are paying rent, but they're being late. They're being slow. Um, who knows what will happen? If you have a house that you're renting, um, maybe uh, you're, you're late. Maybe that's going to hurt you a little bit. So this shakeup, we have not seen what's happening. It's going to get much, much more worse. And the biggest thing I want everyone to get out of this is preparation. Just be prepared. Don't go running into anything. Evaluate every deal carefully and be somewhat uh, conscious of what's going to happen, right? You want to be cognizant of all, all what's going on around you. And when you see something, if you see an opportunity, it could be in retail, it could be in office, it could be in anything. Just look at it for the long term and try to – you're going to have an opportunity to get into a lot of deals with very little money. And I'll tell you why that's going to happen. Banks are really scaling back on their LTVs, and I've, I've said that before. They're only doing 60%. Now, in a lot of mobile home purchases uh, that I've been involved with um, and mobile home parks, I don't mean the actual individual mobile home. I've never bought an individual mobile home. But in a mobile home park, owner financing is a lot more expected because banks typically don't lend that high. So a lot of mobile home park owners, they're okay with it. Uh, it's kind of normal. And um, I think, I believe that will happen a lot more in multifamily and retail space because your LTV is at 60 or 65%. Well, the current landlord or the seller cannot possibly expect for you, everyone to come, come in with 40%. That's going to be tough for a lot of people. And it will open the door to a lot of owner financing. It will open the door to a lot of opportunity. So be prepared for that. And I'm prepping you guys, really, this is six to eight months ahead of time. So you have a lot of time to prepare right now. If you, do, if you play your cards right, you're going to really be ahead of the game. In the next five years, there's going to be a wealth transfer like you can't imagine. There's going to be a lot of people ahead of the game. And this is how it starts. In recessions, millionaires are made all the time. And this is how they do it. So uh, be patient. Reach out to me if you need to. Like I said, if you're doing a deal and I can help you, um, even if you already have your, your broker or whatever the case is, um, send me the deal. Let me look at it for you. I'm not going to charge you anything. If you need me to use my title services, like I said, we'll do all that. I, my fees are, are, are much less than anything else you can find. You do not need an attorney. That's all a bunch of crap. Uh, let me know how else I can help. And I really hope you guys got a lot out of this one and uh, make it a great week.